guys. Welcome to another episode of our TNCBA Tuesdays Tips, Tricks, and How-Tos. And again, guys, these videos are meant to come out each week to help you out with the seasonal patterns or the seasonal conditions that we're dealing with, help you better prepare, and help you be more efficient on the water. Kelsey's with us again today, and he's going to be talking to you about a technique that is deadly this time of year in this cold water, get you away necessarily from looking at your grass and dealing with that Demiki and looking down at the ground hurt your neck all oh, day. Yeah. But it's a deadly technique. can be a little bit hard to understand sometimes or a little bit hard to like get into because you don't have a ton of feel per se. No. But we're talking about tight lining. And tight lining is a great way to still stay near the bank and catch a lot of really, really good fish. So, Kelsey, mm -hmm. you go ahead and take it away, buddy. All right, so today we're going to talk about tight lining. Um, one of the big keys is making sure you've got a good rod, a good seven, I'd use anywhere between a seven, seven, four, medium action, fast tip rod, um, just so I can get a lot of action out of that bait. And it doesn't take a lot to create action with a rod that's got, the the, the rod does more work for you yes. than anything. And that's what you want, because it can be tiresome. You want to make sure you have pretty light, light equipment for that. Yeah, because it will, it, it, it will wear down. Yeah, yeah. So what I use is a seven foot. This is a seven foot medium action rod with a fast tip, and I like to use six pound line. And um, six pound line is probably the lightest I'll go. Um, normally, I'm a ten pound to fourteen pound guy any other time of the year. But this, you really want to have that six pound line one, so you can cast it and make sure you're getting. It out there to where you want to be because you want to kind of hang off the banks a little bit with it yeah. so that way you can work it down in that water column um, but also this time of year is the lighter line you're still looking for some sensitivity you're looking for sensitivity but we're also dealing with some very finicky fish in clear mm -hmm. waters exactly so you're dealing with less visibility from that now on this rod you're not throwing typically I like to throw a braid to floral leader but this technique you're not having a, a braid mainline are you I prefer just straight fluorocarbon. That's my preference. Okay. I mean, you can do braid, but like I said, I prefer fluorocarbon. I feel like you're going to get a better feel in that way. I mean, um, castability is going to be better. You don't have to worry about tying line together. and Because that's going to be the biggest thing. Yeah. Is if you do a connector not with your your tight lining, you, you want to have a extremely long leader. So that, that knot that's connecting the fluoro to braid if you're going to continue to do that, you are going to want to have it, I'll go insanely long, at least double the length of the rod. So in this case, yes. 14 feet, maybe even 20 feet. Um, but that's going to require you to tie a very good knot that'll come out off the spool very well, go through those eyelets. Um, the FG knot's a really good one for connecting those that will come out of that very easily. But otherwise, to get yourself away from having to do that braid to leader, just going straight fluorocarbon will help you out a ton. Now, Kelsey, I'm going to pull up here on my camera so that they can see it a little bit yes. better. But talk to us a little bit about this jig head that you're throwing when you're tight lining. That is one of my favorite tight line baits. Now, you can do the gold minnow things like this, but this is the ugly head jig. Right. Um, they are extremely hard to come by anymore. Um, they're not made anymore. But um, it is basically just a duck feather fly. And... Um, I'm, I normally tend to throw either pink or chartreuse. Okay. Um, whenever the water's muddy or you got a lot of rain or it's cloudy overcast, that's when you want to throw that chartreuse. But whenever it's more like high, 
high skies, you know, bluebird skies, you want to throw that pink. I feel like that's gotcha. when that excels a little bit better. Um, okay. Killer baits on Cherokee, Holston. Uh, Do you know boom. how much this, this weighs? That is, I wouldn't say it's any more than an eighth ounce. Okay, I was about to say, it feels feels about like an eighth ounce. Yeah, it's a very lightweight. So that's another reason you want to throw that light line so you can cast it so far. Yeah. But um, it's a very light bait. Um, it just mimics little fish. And like I said, you'll throw it out there and you'll reel really slow and you'll just shake that rod rod tip, rod the bat like that and just reel super slow. And a lot of times you want to throw it on like a 45 degree angle bank. You can kind of parallel it in a way, cast way out there and keep it in that water column where yeah. it's in the strike zone a little bit more or you can cast directly towards the bank and work it back slowly that way. A lot of times if you do that, you'll work it out a little bit and then you want to let it go down to the bottom. What I did on our, our first tournament of the year last year, it was uh, I think that was key, was throwing it out there and pulling it straight back, but I would let it sink down at, okay. every so often, let it get, make sure I was making contact with the bottom and just keeping it about that far from the bottom of the, bay, right. the lake. And like uh, he also said, you know, if you start to figure out a certain depth range that they're holding in, get don't be afraid to get out there and even parallel some water or get more of a 45-degree um, angle just to help you out with staying in that water column, that target zone that they're in, and to help you get bites. Um, and like he also said, with that eighth ounce jig head, you're going to have a much better action on the bait with that six pound test. Mm -hmm. It's going to cast better for you with that lighter line. And then pay attention to like what he was talking about. There, you're always imparting action on that bait. Exactly. And the thing that we're looking at here is we're talking about water temperatures. What? What do you typically like? For Anywhere from 40 up to about 55 degrees is about where I'll throw that. That's about the And you're saying that the I 55, throw. I mean, that's the high yeah, end. Yeah, 55 is the highest end of it I would throw it. And then after that, I would start throwing more contacts, contacts things like that. Something okay. that's a little bit bigger profile. But then this think is about. Those fish are really finicky. Right. And think about what your bait fish are doing in that 40 degree water temperature. Typically, a lot of times we'll have a shad kill. Those shad will be dying, they're quivering, so that shaking that as it comes through the water column, you're trying to imitate and mimic that dying shad. It's got a quiver mm -hmm. to it, and it's just slowly sinking. That's the other thing about the eighth ounce here. This bait is going to fall slower than a quarter or a half. Exactly. You're not, you don't want to have that quick of a, a fall, and people do the same thing, you know, like with a jig and their trailer. During the summertime, you'll put a little bit, maybe a thinner trailer that has a little bit more action. This time of year, you'll put like a a good size meaty chunk on there. It oh, doesn't yeah. have a lot of action, but it'll fall just oh, yeah. really slow through there. Oh, yeah. And especially with throwing that light line, another thing, another key part is your reel. Make sure you have a good reel with good drag because, yes. I mean, a lot of times you can't force these fish. you got to let them, you got to let them do what they're going to do because, I mean, that's a, that's such a light wire hook. Mm -hmm. I mean, you if you don't have your drag set right, yep. they will straighten that hook out in a heartbeat. And, I mean, it's, it's really key to make sure that you have a good drag system on your reel and make sure you got that drag set just right to where you can make sure that you can penetrate the hook, one, but not so much that you're going to horse that fish in and straighten out your hook or whatever. Yeah. And another thing about this bait is the knot. Yes. You want to you want to make sure that you tie a loop knot to this bait. I'll let you take that over there okay. and uh, show it. Because that loop knot, guys, is going to make it see that there there you go that loop knot one thing that you want to keep in mind is notice that the knot is not 
past the point of the hook so that hook couldn't get up inside of that loop. But you want to have that loop so that that bait has a little more action to it as you're working it. If you have it yeah. directly tied on there, Kelsey. Well, and another thing is, is if you can see right there, if you hold it up above, above it, it keeps that bait level. Mm -hmm. So it keeps it to where it looks more natural. Right. It's not it's not pulling it up and down a certain way. That yeah. it's not it's not heavy. This this bait right here, for some reason, I don't know how they did it, but that little lead head that they've got on it, it is balanced just right to keep yeah. that bait horizontal on the water horizontal column. on the water column. So I mean that's a very key thing that you want to do because you don't want it to be you don't want to tie a polymer knot where it's coming up and down and it's yeah. And, it, and let's say that that polymer knot moves around on the eyelet and it's stuck out here on the front. Like, it's going to yeah. give it a much different action. So that loop knot um, allows it to freely swing. But, again, a killer technique in the wintertime. Oh, yeah. Cold water technique. Definitely add it to your arsenal there along with the Bamiki, maybe a Kitek. And remember that those water temperatures dipping down into the 40s, this is where this is really, really going to shine. 45-degree banks yes. to bluffs. Um those are the areas that you're really going to want to focus on. Kelsey, got anything else for us, bud? I think that's it. All right, guys. I hope you all get a chance to jump out on the water, try out this technique, and I hope that it puts some fish in the boat for you. Check us out next week on our TNCBA tips, tricks, and how-to. See you later, guys. See you.